I have nothing to say. All right. I was trying to think of something creative about the number eight. Wait, isn't number eight uh, Chad Danforth's number? I don't know. I don't like Chad Danforth. Okay. Well, he doesn't like you. Yeah, he is number eight. Uh, uh. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah. Welcome to episode eight, guys. You've got Al here and... Obs. And we're kind of excited to do this episode. Kinda. Not too excited, but we're kinda. It's just a... It's just kidding. Yeah. But I do have exciting news for you guys. Whoa, what is it? This is my first episode recording with AirPods. So I'm cool now. Yeah, it is pretty cool. You're only cool if you have AirPods, so let us know if you guys are cool or not. I sound so bored. (laughs) Yeah, you do. I don't have anything to say. (laughs) That's like... Back in the day, the Jonas Brothers would uh, do video diaries, and Nick would, like, they'd force Nick to sit by himself because he would never talk. And then when he did, he said, it's not that I'm quiet, it's just that I don't have anything to say. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a Jonas Brothers story for you guys. Okay, so what are we talking about this week, Al? We are talking about how to get yourself out of a rut. And... We decided to talk about this because I don't know if this is something that you guys will resonate with or even Alex really, but I can only speak for myself and I know that I have seriously been down this week and I've also heard from a lot of my friends that they are feeling like they're down or sad or whatever it is. So we figured we might as well make an episode about our ways of getting out of it because I think that's also what's happening right now for us, at least for me. Yeah, and I might not be in a rut this week, but I've definitely been in a rut before. Yeah. So this will definitely, like, hit home for quite a few people. Agreed. So the first part of this episode's kind of sad. <laughs> I know, are we just gonna, like, go into that right now, three minutes in? Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of sweaty to talk about this. <laughs> oh. I'm kind of feeling weird. I'm kind of in a rut. Yeah, we can tell. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that I'm quiet. I just don't have anything to say. That's my quote of the week. That should be your quote of the week. Nick Jonas. (laughs) Alright, so do you want to tell everybody what a rut looks like for you, Aubrey? Sure. And I feel like this this is such a weird way to put it. A rut. (laughs) I call them depressive episodes. Oh, I don't know what I call them. I just feel like a rut is kind of funny. But yeah, so, well, this week I got sick, which means that obviously you have to like sit at home in bed and not do anything and that you can get sad when you're sick. Everybody gets sad when they're sick. But I think that's kind of what started it. And then then it just snowballed out of control. (laughs) But uh When I'm feeling down or in a rut or whatever you want to say, I literally, like, I don't have motivation to do anything at all. I just want to sit and do literally nothing, and I don't, like, care that I'm not doing anything. I just don't want to. I don't see the point in it. I get really scared of everything and of everyone. I won't text anybody, call anybody, because I'm, like, scared of them. (laughs) And then I overthink the future. So that's like a really big one. I like freak out about like 
things that I really don't need to be freaking out about, but I'll, like, call my mom and be like, I don't know how to buy a house, and I don't know what I'm gonna do for my life, and I don't know how to do anything that adults do, and my mom's like, what? Like, you need to just lay down and go to bed, like, you're sick. (laughs) So I really overthink everything and think that what I'm doing is wrong. Um, I don't see the point to anything. I pretty much get just really isolated and, like, can't get myself out of that very, very small perspective. And then I get mad at myself for feeling that way, which just adds to it all. And then, like, the point where I know I'm really not doing well is when I'm driving and I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to some music. And no matter what I play, I just sit there completely silently and I, like, have a dead face and I'm just pissed. That's how I know I'm not doing good. When no music even, like, makes me want to sing. Dang, I'm, like, kind of sad now. (laughs) I was going to say I feel sad, like, hearing you feeling sad. (laughs) I know. Guys, this episode gets better. It's not so sad the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, this is how you should feel. No, don't feel like this. Well, you can, and we're going to tell you how to help get out of feeling like this. Some ways, but sometimes, uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I get just, like, really, really down on myself for feeling all those things. And I think this time, like, this week when I've been not doing well, I was, like, even more mad at myself because I knew it was the beginning of a year. And so I was like, I just made all these goals that I wanted to do, and now I'm sitting here not doing anything. And I was just upset. Yeah. But we're getting out of it. You think, like, you, like, sitting there and, like, doing all that, do you think that's, like, what caused your rut? Or do you think you would have been in a rut no matter what at the beginning of this year? Uh, I don't know. Thinking, I mean, overthinking all of that stuff definitely just makes it worse. Yeah. But I think, like, any time, like, maybe I'm just really dramatic, but any time that I'm, like, in my house for, like, two days straight and, like, don't do anything... I just get sad. Yeah. No, I do too. <laughs> I just question everything. <laughs> well, because you're sitting there alone, like, what else is there to do? <laughs> yeah. What does a rut look like for yeah. you, a rut? I feel like that makes us sound like we're from, like, Alabama or something. A rut. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Y'all ever been stuck in a rut? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just like Aubrey, I lose motivation for everything. I just want to lay in bed all day and watch Netflix. But I also isolate myself from everybody. Like, friends will ask me to hang out, and I'm just like, no. Or I come up with, like, stupid excuses on, like, why I can't hang out. Which is annoying because I want to be out doing things, but I, like, literally just can't bring myself to get out of bed and do anything. This might be kind of gross, but when I get into, like, depressive episodes, which I think a lot of people can relate to... My hygiene, like, just plummets. Like, I just stop caring about my hygiene, which is disgusting, but I think it just shows how unmotivated I get. Yeah. And how little I care about everything. I just want to sleep literally all day, every day, for however long I can sleep, because that's, like, the only time that I'm, like, content, (laughs) I guess. Oh. And then I go into... Well, and when I'm, like, thinking about things, I just want to change, like, how I feel because I'm, like, I realize that I'm, like, feeling this way and I'm, like, 
I know that I'm stuck right now, but I'm, like, too scared to do anything about it. I get, like, sort of comfortable with how I'm acting and how I'm being, and it's, like, scary to think that, like, if I, like, get up and do something, like, something might go wrong. Like, I just, like, overthink everything. Yeah. And that's just, like, a little bit of what ruts look like for us. Yeah. Because obviously it's different for everybody, but I feel like a lot of people can relate to these things and these feelings. And I think it's great to, like, talk about them with you and then for people listening. Because I know when I'm in these headspaces, I'm like, nobody understands how I feel. Nobody else feels like this. When obviously that's not true. Yeah. And I, I definitely can relate to that. I kept, I definitely am like, I feel so alone. Like, nobody's ever gone through this type of thing and I think it's hard also talking to your parents about it because your parents are just like you're okay like like when you do call your mom and you're like I don't know how to buy a house and then she's like it's okay like just go to bed (laughs) yeah but like talking to like somebody our age we're like I go through that too (laughs) (laughs) yeah because I'm not an adult I feel like I'm still 12 right yeah adulting is freaking scary and hard I don't even want to think about it anyways (laughs) this is actually this is an episode of us talking about how scared we are of everything (laughs) yeah terrified so yeah now that we're all sad (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about ways to get unsad yeah or like not even unsad but like getting the ball moving to like starting to be yourself again yeah because when I'm like this I'm like this is not who I am, and, like, I don't know why I can't get back, but some things that we found, literally, this is, like, a list that I've done this week, um, that I'm starting to feel better, and so these are just things that help us, like, get going again. Well, I was gonna add to what you said, um, when you said you feel like you're not yourself, I think that's also one of, like, the most scary times when you first realize it, and you're like, why don't I feel like me? Yeah true at least for me whenever I start to realize that I start crying oh why don't I feel like myself (laughs) sad wow when we're sad we're sad girlies (laughs) just sad things um but okay should we just dive on into it yeah let's get into it okay so I'm just gonna say the thing that helped me the most this week so I was literally to the point where I was like googling on like well google and on youtube just searching like how do you find motivation (laughs) or like how to not be sad (laughs) but when I searched that on youtube I like clicked on some random video and I didn't even watch all of it but right at the beginning she said that you have to remember action inspires motivation motivation doesn't inspire action and I think that was just like really important for me to hear because I think oftentimes I'll be like okay well I'm not motivated to do anything so I'm not going to but motivation will come find me but that's not how it works like once you like start actively doing things then you'll like see that you can accomplish things and then you'll be motivated to continue but motivation doesn't just like fly in you like fly at your face and latch on to you so like making a to-do list of things that you have to get done Start small. Like, literally, I think mine was, like, putting my laundry away. The one single basket. And once I did that, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. I can, like, do actual things. And then I'm motivated to do more. 
But, like, making a to-do list and actually making yourself not make an excuse to not get the stuff done. And action first, and then you'll feel motivated. I like it. Me too. So, one of the things that I do to uh, help feeling normal or whatever, I journal and I just reflect on, like, how I'm feeling and it kind of, like, helps me realize how I feel, I guess. And once I realize how I feel, I feel like I'm better at fixing how I feel. Yeah. And journaling is so important because it, like, allows you to own the thoughts. So if you write down how you're feeling, even if the next day you don't feel that way, you can be like, I actually felt and thought those things. And it was real. And I wasn't crazy. Yeah. My next one, of course, I talked about this earlier, that when I'm really sad, music, like, doesn't even sound good. But like initially to like actually get going music helps me so like if I'm in my bed (laughs) and like play a really exciting happy song it will help me like get out of bed I guess so it helps me like get the ball rolling but then if I'm really sad while I'm like driving and stuff it might not be the best but once I like get over the big old hump of sadness music helps me immensely and like trying to listen to like happy songs not like depressing songs so that's what I was gonna ask you is if you listen to like happy songs or songs that more describe how you feel sometimes I'll listen to songs that describe how I feel but when I get like really sad like this the only music that does that is like slow like depressing songs like Bonnie Bear okay Bonnie Bear isn't always like depressing like this but I don't know. So, like, it doesn't really help at all. It just kind of pushes me to stay in the same headspace. Recently, I'll I'll listen to, like, rock or something. So it's not like it's, like, trolls or, like, something, like, really, really happy. Trolls. I love trolls. (laughs) Hey, guys, if you're feeling sad, listen to trolls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should watch trolls if you're feeling sad, for real. I've never seen that. But, like... I don't know, like, a nice, like, warm middle ground. I'm, like, saying that rock and roll is a warm middle ground. I know. I'm confused. Like, I'm not too, like, attached to it. Does that make sense? I don't know what I'm saying. Not, like, a happy song that I'm, like, attached to when I'm having the best day of my life, but, like, a good upbeat song that, like, makes me feel like doing something. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. Like, one of the songs that I play when I'm feeling, like, the best is Best Song Ever by One Direction. So, like, I wouldn't play that when I'm feeling sad because then it's just going to make me feel like I have to feel when I'm having the best day ever, when I'm not. Yeah. When it comes to music, whatever, like, helps you is best, you know? Yeah. But that's just what I found for me. And there's one song that actually really helped me a lot that I'll talk about later as my song of the week. Hey! Ooh, ooh! So, something that I do is sleep. And I know I said that that kind of just, like, when I'm sad, all I want to do is sleep. But I think sleeping helps me, like... Well, it gives you rest. Yeah, I was going to say, it lets my body rest. And, like, I think sometimes my body just feels, like, tired. And then if I feel like I'm, like, I don't want to feel like this. And then I feel like I have to do stuff. And my body's, like, I'm tired. But I just need sleep. Yeah, sometimes you'll probably feel this way or, like get sick or whatever because your body's like hey you need to slow down and like chill out for a second 
And so maybe you should just listen to them. And my body constantly does that and I never listen to it. Yeah, exactly. So then you get burnt out and you actually do need to sleep for a long time. Okay, another one for me that helps is movement. So dance, obviously, but also just like exercising. I'm really fortunate that when I go to work, so when I'm in these sad head spaces and then I go to my job, it involves me dancing and being with little happy kids and laughing and stuff like that. Anytime I go to work, I like just feel better. But a huge part of that is exercising and moving around and just remembering that you have control over yourself and your body and what you're doing. It helps a lot. Um, something that I do like when I'm feeling sad is I go and do this to feel little droplets of serotonin in my brain. And it's go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I hate shopping. I go shopping literally even if I'm just going to walk around and see what's on sale and stuff. I literally shop all the time. Like, I love to shop. It's a problem. It's probably, like, an addiction. I should probably go get that checked out, but I love it. And you think it helps you when you're in a sad place? Oh, yeah. Buying things? (laughs) It's, like, a whole different level of joy that I have. Oh, my God. Like, even if I buy something small. Like, the other day, you can vouch for me, I went and spent $60 on this little girl that I babysit for. And, like, buying all that stuff for that little girl just made me feel so happy. (laughs) But probably the act of giving, not the act of buying. I don't know. Because, like, when I buy myself, like, a new... So I shop at this place called Dry Goods a lot. If you live in this area, definitely go there. Because their sale section is phenomenal. And I'll buy a new sweater for, like, $11. Wow. And I'm like, I bought this sweater that was originally, like, $68 for $11. For me, I get so sad I don't even want to go into a store and walk. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. But maybe online shopping could be fun. Well, see, I do that constantly. I don't get on social media as much as I used to because I downloaded the Amazon app. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, my next one is reach out to people that you love and tell them what's going on and ask for help. Or not even necessarily, I mean, asking for help is very strong and stuff like that, but this week, like, I just texted a few of my friends and I was like, hey, I feel this way. Have you ever felt this way? Or, like, am I okay? Is this normal? And just having them respond and be like, yes, dude, like, you're okay. We're all feeling like that some days um call me like I love you like just like stuff like that remembering that because when you get in this headspace it literally sometimes can feel like you're the only human on the flipping earth like you get so narrow-minded and so like inward focused that you forget about everything else so just hearing people that you love be like okay I got you you're fine it's really helpful um Something else I do is I like to spend time by myself and, like, realize how I'm feeling. Kind of like the journaling. This goes, like, hand in hand with that is I just, like, spend time with my thoughts. So that way I can, like, redirect my thoughts or just, like, realize how I'm feeling. Yeah. I think spending time alone is really important all the time. Yeah. And, like, but also I feel like this is 
when you're feeling down like this, it's easy to spend time alone with your thoughts in a negative way and be like, yeah, I'm never going to do anything with my life. Like, I'm stuck here, like, all this stuff. But if you spend time alone in a positive way and think, like, I'm only, like, 21. Like, I'm sure every 21-year-old goes through this. Or, like, I have a whole year ahead of me. Like, yeah. And just spend time thinking positive thoughts to redirect your way of thinking. Yeah, I agree. And owning your thoughts, kind of how we already talked about. But, like, spending that time alone and then journaling or writing it down or whatever it is. So that you remember that it happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because sometimes feelings are so fleeting that literally the next day I'll be like, I don't, I forget how I felt about whatever it is. No, yeah, I definitely can relate to that one. Yeah. Okay, the next one is funny coming from me because my room is always a huge mess. But clean your room. And that's like, seriously, I don't know, it's so helpful when you're feeling sad if your room's messy like sometimes I don't know maybe people are really clean and you feel sad and your room's clean and then I don't know what to tell you make it a mess (laughs) (laughs) yeah my room's literally always messy and then like when my thoughts are messy and when I feel like there's no purpose or point to things obviously cleaning your room and like putting things in their exact spot and like having a clean space to be in I don't know it'll just make you feel a lot better and more like on purpose and organized and that you have again like you have control over things and it just changes your mood it really does I cleaned my room yesterday partly and I feel a lot better but I still have a lot to do I feel like when my room's clean I feel like my life's put together because my room's put together yeah and that's like where you spend like a lot of your time probably so if it's a mess you're gonna feel like a mess yeah like when my room's dirty when my room's dirty my room is dirty like there's no like in between it's either you can see the floor or you can't see the floor and I feel like when my room's dirty I feel kind of like claustrophobic and like weighed down and like I don't know but like when my room's clean I feel so much like freer and open and like better yeah I agree so clean your room and if you feel like you don't have any motivation to or you don't want to because you don't want to do anything start small and like begin to clean your room and like we said as you go you'll gain motivation to do it that's true though because sometimes I just start with cleaning off my desk and then I'm like well let me just reorganize my closet okay now let me reorganize my bookshelf like I literally just like clean everything at that point yeah I meditate a lot, and I know I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I cannot stress enough how much it helps because it just grounds you and puts you where you're at instead of being, like, lost in thoughts. And there are so many times that I'm at night anxious as crap because that's the most vulnerable time, I feel like, for a lot of people is at night before you go to bed, and I just turn on a guided meditation, and I'm able to fall asleep in like three minutes wow that's good meditation really really helps guys and it grounds you and I think like I think when you're in this headspace that's the biggest thing is you need to get grounded and remember like hey you're not the only person in the world yeah for sure another one I put is to cry and let yourself be sad and like I don't know like let yourself feel how you're feeling don't be like oh 
no, that's weak. I can't feel that way. I don't feel like that. Because then it'll just keep getting pushed down and it will come out no matter what. And crying, like, after I give myself a good cry, I feel better. Like, I feel a lot better after I do that. So, if you're not a person that cries, I don't know. Just, like, don't let yourself or don't force yourself to rush through whatever emotions you're going through. Just let yourself feel it. Do you know the song Good Cry by Noah Cyrus? No. She just, there's the, like, chorus or whatever is, I just need a good cry. Aw, she sounds sad. (laughs) I think she is. Um, so when I talked about how, like, I just let my hygiene, like, plummet, I, like, to try to, like, get myself to feel, like, better about myself. I self-tan, I get my nails done, I wash my face, and I do, like, everything that you typically think of when you think, like, self-care. Because I just, like, I've talked about it with my therapist, I feel like sometimes I dress how I feel, and so if I, like, look better, I start to feel better. As, like, crappy as that is, but, like, it's true. When I, like, get up, do my makeup, do have a tan, get my nails done, I wash my face, I put on some nice clothes... I'm like, I look good. I'm going to have a good day. Nobody is going to bring me down today because I look awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, taking the time for yourself tells your brain that you're worth putting time into and that you're worth something. So, like... Maybe that's why it helps. (laughs) (laughs) Well, literally, my dad told me that this week when I was, like, really sick and I called him and I was getting my medicine. And I was like, okay, I'll get, like, just the cheap version of DayQuil. And he was like, why? You know what you're cheaping out on right now? And I was like, "Mm, the DayQuil. And he was like, no, yourself. You're teaching yourself that you're not worth $7 or something. And I was like, what? Yeah, but also I'm broke. (laughs) Right, that's what I said. But, like, that's, like, a funny example. But then I was thinking about it, and that is true, like, like, with what you're saying. Like, taking time when you're this sad to, like, wash your face or straighten your hair or like whatever it is is teaching yourself that you're worth putting time into um okay another one that's huge for me really no matter what I'm feeling I always do this but it's go for a drive I love driving I love listening to music unless I'm sad but at some point the music ends up sounding good again but I love going for a drive especially when I'm this sad because it makes me feel like, I'm in control. I think that's, like, why I get so crazy in my head, is, like, you feel and you realize that you're so completely out of control of everything, which is true, but when you're driving your car and you don't have, like, a set destination to go to, you can control where you go, you can control what's on the radio, like, you have control of everything that's going on, and I don't know, I just think that's really helpful and freeing, and I love going for a drive. See, when I get sad, I don't want to, like, drive at all. Really? Yeah. I'm like, this is so tedious in my life. <laughs> driving? Yeah. Oh, I love driving. But, like, like that's the prime example of, like, people are different. Like, driving yeah. works for you. Driving, not my thing. Shopping works for you. Shopping makes me want to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even if I'm in a healthy mind state. <laughs> I think it's also because a lot of my anxiety has stemmed from driving. Oh, yeah. Like, I get a lot of driving anxiety, so I think, like, driving just kind of makes me, like, feel like crap when I'm not feeling good. Wow. Well, 
If that's not the case for you, go on a drive. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes when I don't feel like myself, I like to try to learn something new. And a lot of times that's when I pick up my ukulele and I just try to learn a new song. And it's like super quick and easy. I can just like learn it. And I might not like memorize the how to play the song. I think I only have memorized how to play one, two songs. But, like, just learning something new makes me feel like I'm worth something. Like, I'm because I'm able to learn a new song on the ukulele, I can learn anything. Right, exactly. Like, again, action inspires motivation. So, like, you doing that, you're like, wait, I'm really good at this. Or, like, maybe I can go do something else, learn something else. Yeah, exactly. I feel like just, like, giving yourself opportunities to, like, be in control of things and act on them is what gets you out of a rut. Yeah no matter what, like, they are. Mm -hmm. My last one is try to, in whatever capacity, help somebody else. (laughs) That sounds really silly, but, like, when I'm in this headspace and when I think anybody's in this headspace, it stems from being extremely selfish, as rude as that sounds. When I'm thinking like this, I'm literally not thinking about anybody else, anything else. I'm only thinking about myself. And it just makes it all worse. So, like, going out to your work or your school or whatever your life is, looking out, like, actively trying to look out at other people and then help someone just reminds you that, like, there's so much more to life than A, yourself, and B, how you are feeling. And it helps you gain a bigger perspective. Well, and there's this quote that I heard last year that I've been, like, really, really, like, trying to remember and like just think of and it's the quote we rise by lifting others yeah because I I genuinely genuinely think that we do rise by like helping others I agree yeah one time I remember like going into this meeting with my mentor and I was like listen I'm just really sad and like blah 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 like kind of like telling him all the things that I said at the beginning of this and he looked at me and he was like you want me to tell you the truth and I was like, yeah. And he goes, you're being really selfish. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Not helping. Well, no, at first I was like, ouch. And then afterwards I like journaled about it and everything. And I was just like, wait, you're so right. Like, obviously I'm feeling like crap because that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. So just looking out and helping somebody else will help you feel better. My last one is that... Whenever I'm feeling down, I like to go outside and just, like, just feel the air and feel the sun on my skin. And if it's, like, cloudy, that's when, like, I feel the air. But, like, (laughs) just feeling, like, different feelings, I guess. I don't know. I can't really describe it because I don't know why I do this, but it just makes me feel better. Like, being outside and taking a big old breath of fresh air really helps. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same thing. It broadens your perspective. Yeah. So I think uh, the last thought that we're going to kind of just like throw into here before we go into our segments is this was like huge for me. Um, A lot of the times that I go through these states is more often than not a time of adjustment. So like this hit me when I had just got back home after three weeks away from home. It was my first time alone in three weeks. Like that's a huge adjustment to make. And So you have to allow yourself time to adjust and don't get mad at yourself that you're like struggling a bit with it, whatever it is. You have to give yourself grace 
and time to adjust. And if this is like happening when it's not an adjustment or whatever it is, you just have to give yourself grace. You can't get mad at yourself for feeling this way. It happens and you'll, you're going to get out of it. But you getting mad at yourself doesn't help anything. It just makes it worse. So remembering the word grace, like this is okay that I feel this way. It's not wrong or incorrect, but giving yourself grace. No, yeah, that I think when Aubrey initially typed that, I was like, that's a, like amazing, like a thought to have because I've never thought that. Like I've always been like, I need to rush through this and like I shouldn't feel this way. Like I need to be back to myself. But like if you're thinking more along the lines of giving yourself time to like feel all this and like just like your emotions are valid and like what you're going through is valid no matter what it is even if like you're upset because of something small like you broke a fingernail like you're upset for it for a reason and like remembering that any thought that you have about yourself your like actual true self will hear and like value is true so if you're like talking to yourself as like, you're so stupid, why am I feeling this way, like, I'm so dumb, I'm annoying, like, whatever, you're just being so mean to yourself, so, like, even when I, like, this week was having all these, like, crazy thoughts, I would, like, say to myself afterwards, I'd be like, but I'm giving you grace, like, it's okay, I need to give myself grace, and, like, even that positive thought will stick with me, too, like, we kind of talk about your mind doesn't know the difference of, like, when you're, like, like, even when you're joking around and you're, like, oh, I hate myself. Like, your mind doesn't know the difference between yeah. you actually saying, like, oh, I hate myself or, like, you actually joking around and saying that. So, like, if you do say something negative, I think you need to follow it up with, like, but it's okay. Or, like, but I accept it. Yeah. Where did you, didn't you, like, hear that in, like, a book or a show or something? that thing because you told me about it before about like the joking thing um I think I heard it on my podcast but they heard it from a book they read it from a book oh cool yeah all right so that's (laughs) our advice on if you're in a rut how to begin to get out of it also you can't think that like okay I cleaned my room I'm 100% better now that's not how it works this is definitely like a not slow process, but it is a process. It's not going to happen, like, overnight. You're not going to wake up and be like, I'm better. <laughs> yeah. So these are just some things that we found that help us, like, kickstart our healing. Yeah. All right. Should we do our flipping segments now? It's segment time. Bam, 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 bam. Oh. Okay. You know what that was? Too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my low this week, obviously, was that I was in a rut. <laughs> I just, in a rut is so funny. A rut. No, but I I got sick uh, while I was in Ohio. And it was I was actually fortunate because I feel like the worst part of it came once I got home. Really? I felt like you were awful when you were here. I mean, it was just my nose, though. Once I got home, it was my nose, my cough, my stomach, my head, like, everything. But, yeah, so I got sick, and then I got really sad (laughs) from being sick. And like I kind of already talked about, I got, like, really upset with myself because it's the new year, and I, like, was expecting all these great things and changes from myself, and then, in reality, I just got all sad. But... 
then I remembered that that's okay and that I have to take time to adjust and to give myself grace and so I'm feeling a little bit better now but that was my low. My high this week hasn't happened quite yet but tomorrow um, one of my friends is visiting for the weekend and I'm just really excited. Um, Whenever I have a friend come, we're friends from home but now she lives in Arizona, but Whenever I have a friend come visit Texas, I just feel so great because I feel like all my worlds are kind of colliding and it reminds me that like Colorado is still a real life place with all the real life people I love, even though I'm here and they can see this place that I love and it just makes me feel really happy and at home and excited. So I think that that's coming at a perfect time and I'm really excited to spend the weekend with her. What's your highs and lows? Um, my low is that I won't be able to see my boyfriend this weekend. Aww. Or I'm fighting with my best friend. (laughs) Mainly, I'm fighting with my best friend. (laughs) That's never fun. I hope we stop fighting. (laughs) I hope so, too. Hmm. Now I'm sad. (laughs) Aww. Well, what's your high? (laughs) Um, my high is that this week I was able to get back to a routine. Yeah. And, like, I'm not just, like, free-for-all doing whatever I want. I'm, like, I work a certain time. Like, like I'm just back into my routine, which I love routines, so. Yeah. I feel that, too. Cool. Um, songs of the week. What are your songs of the week, Aubrey? So... Well, okay, when we're recording this, the Jonas Brothers are coming out with a new song tomorrow, so that'll probably be up <laughs> up in a few weeks. And not your song of the week, even though you haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, no. Um, My first one, I'm gonna have to give it to the king. I've just really, really been... The king? Who's the king? Let me get there. <laughs> okay. I've really been listening to the song a lot this week. I use it in every dance class, and it's just so fun and cute. Golden by Harry Styles. Oh. It's just so fun. I love it. And then my next one, I don't know if this one is on Instagram music, but we'll find out. But my favorite band, Flatland Calvary, they've, well, my favorite, like, Texas band, their lead singer is now a part of this other band, this, like, other project, and it's with four guys who are really awesome in the Texas country music industry, and it's called The Panhandlers. And they released their first single. It's called No Handle. And it's so good. And so this song actually helped me a lot, like, get out of my rut. Because they talk about in it how they feel like where they live, there's just nothing there. And, like, they don't see any point of being there. But the song's very, like, upbeat. And so I was, like, relating to the lyrics, but the beat was getting me excited. It's just a great song. Y'all should listen to it. Those are my songs. What are your songs? So, both of my songs are very two different genres. So, my first song is Panini by Lil Nas X, and it's the Baby Remix. Oh, God. No, it's so good, though. Whenever I hear it, I'm like, uh, 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 like dancing. It's so good. I feel, like, cool when I listen to it. Okay. The only reason I said, oh, God, was because of, obviously, Old Town Road. Not a country song, you guys. Okay. What's your next song? My next song is called Death Cut by Mom Jeans. Whoa. And I love the band Mom Jeans. And this is like 
one of my favorite songs by them. This is also like one of their most popular songs, but yeah, I love this song. So cool. Um, should we end it out with a quote? I'll go ahead and say mine. So this was on Pinterest as this guy saying it. I mean, you can't like for sure quote me on that, but that's what Pinterest says. <laughs> one of my favorite guys ever. It says, there are lots of things, my friend, that time has taken care of that I thought I was going to have to do myself by John Mayer. And I think that just like goes really well into kind of what we were talking about, just giving yourself time. And like the, me like crazy, going crazy about like, I don't know how to buy a house as I'm 21 and single is something that like right now I'm like, I'm going to have to figure that out all by myself. And this quote is like, no, time will take care of a lot more things than you will have to. And John Mayer's just so amazing and smart. So he said that. What's your quote? So my quote is, don't base your decisions on the advice of those who don't have to deal with the results. Ayo. Because a lot of times I think people get advice and they're like, well, so-and-so told me to do this. So I feel like I should do that. No, like go with how you feel. When it comes to your life, your opinion is the only thing that matters. Yeah, um, I agree. And I saw this thing on Instagram. It was like Will Smith talking. And he was saying, he was like, following your dreams is the loneliest, like, solidarity. I don't know what word it is. But full of, like, solitude and loneliness. I thought that was amazing. And it kind of goes along with what you're saying. Like, he was like, I don't care if anybody tells you that your dream won't happen. If you want to make it happen, you have to go get it. It's not their thing. Exactly. Shout out to Will. Ayo. My favorite lyric of probably all time is, no pun intended, was raised by the power of Will, Jaden Smith. (laughs) It's amazing. Anyways, guys, it would be awesome if you could subscribe to our channel or whatever this is called, podcast page, review, and leave us a five-star rating. Yeah, leave us a five-star rating, and you can also write a review on Apple Podcasts, and we would love to hear your feedback. Yeah, but don't leave us a review if it's negative. Yeah, but, yeah, that'd be just shallow. (laughs) (laughs) Be rude. But we are on Instagram and Facebook at Obs and Al Podcasts. You can follow us on both of those platforms. We'll always tell you when we uploaded a new episode, and then on Instagram, you can also see our songs of the week and we post quotes and fun stuff like that we're gonna try to get more active with our instagram and get you guys more involved so be on the lookout yeah for sure um if you made it this far alex sent me a little screenshot this week that someplace near her in dayton is doing a night of one direction versus the jonas brothers so tell us what you think one direction or jb Obviously, there's only one correct answer, but we can tell you if you're incorrect or not. And it's One Direction. One Direction doesn't exist. That's how you know that Jonas Brothers are better. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, but they're literally brothers. Yeah, and they broke up and they got back together. (laughs) Maybe we should end this on a positive note and not arguing. Okay, (laughs) the positive note is the Jonas Brothers. I disagree, but (laughs) bye, guys. It's the most positive thing you could ever say. (laughs) Somebody's like, you need some positivity? I just say, Jonas Brothers. Anyways. Okay, one more last nugget of gold. I've been watching TikToks. (gasps) And they're stupid. Every single one of them is stupid, but I still watch a little bit. (gasps)
Every single one I've seen, I'm like, this is so dumb. I don't even have an account, but I, like, watch a little. <laughs> but I think I'm going to delete it, because in every dance class I taught this week, somebody asked me if I could do TikTok dances across the floor. And I said no. Well, did you tell them that you have a TikTok? No, I said, don't say TikTok in my classroom. And I don't have a TikTok. Anyways, <laughs> when Aubrey learns all the TikTok dances, stay tuned for next week. All right, bye guys. Bye, guys.